0: Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. Don't worry, I say this every day and there is always like interruptions or like the postman comes or something. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, and talking about postman, I know something about you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm here with Simon Murphy. Thank you so much for doing this, Simon. You're welcome. And you are a photographer, but I do know that in a past life you were a postman. That's right. So can you give me the lowdown on the transition from postman Mm, to photographer?
1: The whole story. Yeah. Uh, Leaving school, I hadn't a clue what I wanted to do. No idea. I thought if you got a good job, you just, you were lucky. You fell into it. And so the post was, for me, I kind of fell into that. But it was a brilliant job because in the morning you go in and you just get a slagging. You know, everybody's there sorting the mail. Uh, It might be your turn to get a slagging that day. That's fine. But then you're out in the streets and it's quiet and just time to think. And there's not many jobs give you that time to think. Mm -hmm. So I'd walk around thinking about things that weren't connected to to the post <laughs> and that's why you get someone else's letters through your door because the postman's mind is yeah. entirely well, entirely fine. elsewhere <laughs> so I've always liked music I'd listen to music as I was going round but I'd deliver postcards and one of the postcards I remember was of the Beatles sitting on the stairs of Abbey Road mm. and it was a, a strange thing because I'd love to have been there I'm looking at them thinking wow this is amazing, this is cool but then it dawned on me that someone else was there, the photographer, and you never see the photographer, but they're there in these moments in history. And it just got me thinking, you know, about photography. And then next day, next day, next day after that, I'm just always thinking about that. And eventually, there's a couple of things happened. I remember the boss came in with um, Willie Brune. Willie Brown had been there for 15 years. Right. And he was presented with a, a special tie for being there for 15 years. So I kind of thought... I wonder if I should try something else before... <laughs> no,
0: don't want the tie. Before
1: I get the tie. <laughs> not a tie, man. <laughs> no. And then this photography thing was in my mind. I thought, you know what? If I don't do it now, mm. you know, so now's the time. I think it was about 20. Is it uh, I think so, about 19 no. or 20. I can't remember, but... Um,
0: it's interesting you say, but postcards, it's not something you see as much now? Yeah. Or in, in you you might be seeing them in holiday, but you're not necessarily. Well, personally, I I'm not necessarily drawn to, to writing them, but it's such a like a lovely thing
1: to I, send
0: somebody.
1: Totally, I know I know we're losing that a bit. Aye. Um, I mean, I don't I don't write letters, but I think I should. You know, because there's yeah. something in in my photography. In some ways, it's gone back to this postcard idea because yeah. that's what got me into it. And so now, when I print pictures, I actually print them really small on postcards that size because. Just that little connection.
0: Yeah, like, it's such a lovely thing yeah. to just send somebody a note just to say that you're thinking of them. I know,
1: them. totally makes the day. Totally. Mm, Aye.
0: Totally. So then, were you thinking, right, I'm going to go and study this? Or Did you have a camera? Was it something that no, you'd ever dabbled in before?
1: I never had a camera. So I went to one of these cash converter shops, you know, and I, I bought a camera. I didn't know anything about it, so right. I just, I saw one. And I went to do an interview at college and got a place. Right. And so that was it. So... I stayed on in the post. I did weekends, but as I went through the college, I thought it was coming to the end of college. So it was about three years study, and I was worried about falling back into the job again. I thought I need to make this work. I've yeah. left uh, in some sense, you know. I've, I've left full time. Yeah. I, I was still there doing weekends, and so I had to try and get myself sacked, which um, <laughs> was really hard. Really hard a good, in the post. A good uh, so, oh aye, that's a good be pun there, is it? So, I, end, I ended up getting myself sacked, um, but I, not not for anything I'm dodgy. Sorry, I'm sorry. There was yeah, i not, not No, there's some, there some dodgy. there's some dodgy things happening in there. But for me, You're part of that. I just didn't turn, turn up. So right. I'd, good it would be. That's the way to do it. I'd get a good. phone call in the morning and saying, "Where are you? You're supposed to be." In. Oh, I thought it was Easter holidays, and <laughs> it would be December or. And I just kept doing it, and eventually I got sent a letter, mm. which was nice from the post, yeah, another letter, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> saying that if you don't attend this meeting, we take it that you don't want your job. You and don't I, want the tie? And I, I don't want the tie. And so that was it, and do you know what, honestly, that job, I love that job, Aye. it was a great job, because it gave me time to think, it gave me, um, it gave me a reason to do something different, but... At the same time, I didn't want to just fall back into that. It would be too mm, easy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, where do you think you, go, you get that kind of like self discipline from? Because a lot of people would have just been like, "Ah, the money," and you know. I think that's a, a, yeah. a, a recurring story for a lot of people. Right. Who like, to to love something and be into something, but you know, you make money and you're.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't and, know. I just I think when I I got the kind of bug for photography. In college, my lecturer Christine Stevenson just changed my life with really? what she showed me, the pictures she showed me, and I just thought, no, this is this is my chance to do this. So I don't know where the determination comes from, mm-hmm. but I think certainly when a when that fire was was yeah. lit, then there was no going back really. Yeah, so I, it. I felt I had to make it, uh-huh. I had to make it work. It was important.
0: And during that time at college, where you encouraged to kind of find your own style or you know and what you were going to be photographing or was it just like a plethora of like yeah. you know, try this try this try everything it was pretty general it was uh-huh. pretty general
1: until the last year and I got to the end of the HND and I felt I looked at my portfolio and I felt it didn't really represent me at all I wanted by that time I had looked at a lot of the kind of weekend supplement magazines and I thought that's mm-hmm. what I want to do uh, photographing actors photographing yeah. whoever really artists in the magazine so I did another year which at the time was called an advanced diploma. Uh, I don't think it exists anymore but I used that year just to kind of shape my portfolio right. uh, t- to make it look like a magazine mm. and then try and get some work from that. Mm-hmm.
0: And this was in Glasgow then. Yeah, it was and Glasgow. You were living
1: yeah. In Glasgow. Living in Govanhill. Yeah.
0: And what did your people at home make of your career choice at the time?
1: I don't know. I was I was I was staying and I was sharing a flat at the time with a friend so I mean none of my friends are photographers right. or were at yeah, that yeah, time it's yeah. mm-hmm. changed aye, now aye, aye. but at wow. that time you know they all set different jobs so I got a slagging about it did you? but that's what we do that's what the boys do so <laughs> well
0: you're used to that in the post so, aye.
1: so it's good and I like that so <laughs> uh, so no one really paid much attention but that's nice as well yeah
0: that's nice that is nice because our friendships Just are like for other reasons yeah well this is true yeah. I and I think that also comes up quite often um, if you do something artistic or creative then it can sometimes define you oh Lisa the dancer mm-hmm. Simon the photographer mm-hmm. and it's, you're like no I'm a whole person I Aye. have other things Aye. Aye. and that's <laughs> and our I continue, connection and, all. Yeah.
1: and all, all the friends from back then are still my friends um, they're my good friends I've, mm. I've, I've met a lot of people through photography the camera just it's like a golden ticket to access places you could never go or never dream of going and mm. meet people but my friends are my friends, and they always yeah. have been, same boys.
0: And were you outgoing in the sense that in terms of like approaching people to photograph them whilst mm. you were in college or just you know, early on in your career, was that something you found easy to do?
1: No, I just, recently I came across a school report, primary one school report, and it spoke specifically about being very, very shy and kind of sticking to my own little groups and, mm-hmm. and not engaging. So no, I was shy, uh-huh. I was very shy. But when I went to college, there was posters up there, famous photographers photographing in Paris. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember thinking, right, I need to go to Paris to do this, so I got a bus all the way to Paris. It was it was around about this time of year, kind of winter time, and um, when I got there, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Okay. It was, I'll give you a Scottish word now, it was Dreek. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> It was like here. It was. It was dark. It was grey. It was quiet. And I wandered. I mean, I never had any money, so I wandered around a wee bit hungry, uh, and I never saw anything. And until I walked by this bar, corner of my eye, I saw this little woman sitting there in the bar. Uh, She was beautiful. She had a little glass of wine. She just looked at me. A fur coat. She looked amazing greatest photograph I've ever taken it's in my beautiful, life beautiful I've seen it it's well, a beautiful I, I never death. took it because at that time although I'd seen it in my mind I walked by and I stopped myself and I said what am I doing here you know I need to take that photograph that but I was scared wow and so at that moment I turned round I went back into the bar I set the camera up on the bar ordered a beer that's only French I know un, un beer that was beautiful. Thank you. Very <laughs> um, And I, I took some photographs and okay, there was a wee bit, I could, a few things happened, you know, um, people were a bit edgy. They could tell that I was taking photographs because it's a loud shutter, mm. this particular camera. Um, so I went to the toilet, took the film out and stuffed it down my sock and went out and I was stopped when I came out. I mean, it would have been fine. You know, I can you can take photos. Although in Paris, at the time, in 97... Diana had died, and I think there was some kind of law where you weren't allowed to take pictures of people. Um, I think, I'm I'm not 100%, but that was in my mind, plus I was scared as well, so any excuse not to take (laughs) take a picture, (laughs) okay, I'll take it. But uh, I forced myself to go back, made the shot, um, came back out, away with the film, got home, processed it, Mm. and... That shot, even though well, I hadn't seen it, I hadn't processed it yet, because this is way before digital cameras. Great. I just knew there was a feeling inside that I had it, and really? that feeling I still get to this day. When I, some very rarely, but when I know that I've got a shot, mm-hmm. and it's that photograph, I think it's the most important photograph to me, mm-hmm. because every time I look at it, it gives me a reason. Just it doesn't matter what you're feeling inside. If there's fear, you just just do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You just had the. The courage to go. No, wait a minute. That I ah, need to do. it There was yeah, a need
1: I to. I had to do it. What? Despite the fear. I know. And if I came back, you know, and, and people who were kind of doubting, mm-hmm. like, what is this? Your game of photography? Yeah. You know, get yourself a real job. Back to the post. <laughs> so that's Mickey Mouse job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it was kind of. No, I had to do it yeah. for that reason as well. To say no, there's something in this. So. Wow.
0: So that was that. And did you speak to the woman at all? Like, did you converse with her?
1: Well, I didn't o- I didn't offer to buy her a beer because that is, that is more <laughs> oh, in the is French. A
0: <laughs> you or buy a beer. You've
1: had it. <laughs> so, no, I didn't. And I have been back yeah. to Paris since then mm. and I've tried to find the bar. I think I found it, but I wasn't sure. It looks different. Okay. And I don't think... I don't know if the lady's still alive, but I've, I've yeah. never found her. I'd love to tell her that she changed my life. She'll never know. Or she, you know, but she did. She That's changed my awesome. life.
0: That's lovely. And over the years, how have people reacted to you taking their photograph?
1: I think now, um, I tend not to do sneaky photographs. Okay. You know? So usually, um, if I see someone that intrigues me, I will approach them and ask them. And nine times out of ten, they say yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just, I'm quite enthusiastic when I ask them. I'm excited about it them about it myself so I think that kind of transfers over mm. to them and people tend not to say no so that's really nice well, maybe right. I don't give them a chance I don't know <laughs> Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> <It's average>. yeah. <laughs> I need to take your photograph I mean you don't ask for any photographers out there you, you never ask if you can take your photograph you say I'd love to take your photograph Actually, you know so you yeah. don't give it a yes or no you know, if you don't ask you don't get
0: it, it was yeah. like this podcast you know I asked you to do it yeah. The other day there, and now you're here. Right. You know, sometimes you just have to be a wee bit brave, and totally. I mean, if the fear's there, and you're like, yep. they might say no, yep. this might not be faced with, a, yep. you know, a positive reaction. But like, I think you're you're right in the sense like, you're if your energy's positive yeah. and excited about something, then people feed off that. And maybe yeah. their fears of being photographed kind of dissipate a bit. Yeah. You know, if you can see somebody is like in control, and you're obviously passionate about what you do. H- how have you managed to keep that? passion
1: that fueling that passion yeah well I remember I eventually started working for the newspapers working for the I mean, magazines it was that, the, that
0: was what you sought out to yeah, do initially uh,
1: so it was the Herald magazine mm-hmm. uh, but there was always a thing in the newspapers a, a kind of saying that you're you're only as good as your last photograph so your image comes out the, the photo shoot you've done it comes out the weekend magazine it was always great to go to the, the news agents okay. and buy them wow. and just see your, your image in the front cover it was brilliant yeah but the next day, literally, it's chip paper. You know, you go into the chippy and that's what you're getting handed your, your chips <laughs> on. It's gone. Mm. So everything that's happened before, that great shoot, well, it's in the past. And I think that's where the kind of desire to keep aiming for the next shot, yeah. and the next shot comes from, because yeah. it's all in the past.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've, uh, your work is incredible. Oh, Outstanding have you got particular images or particular people that you've met over the years that have really stood out for you for whatever reason?
1: Yeah, there's a whole host. Have you got time? Of course, <laughs> you've got to, do. Of course you do. That's there's so many. Whatever. Well, after, <laughs> after the prison lady uh, shot, it was a major one for me and I started working in the newspapers. There was photographs of like, people like Bobby Gillespie from P- Primal Scream getting to meet him. Love Primal Scream, love music. So mm. that was amazing just the camera opening that door. So, shots like that, meeting actors like John Hurt, um, I photographed the Dalai Lama, so I'm meeting people. Yeah,
0: I saw that. That's insane.
1: It, it, I, for me, it's not so much celebrity. I'm, yeah. I'm not interested in that, but I, I love people who are into what they're into, no matter what it is, because that enthusiasm yes. that we're just talking about comes, comes over. And they can teach you something, so that was an amazing opportunity. So, there's a whole yeah. host of people who I've really enjoyed photographing people like Noel Gallagher, all of that because of how good they are at their particular chosen art or Absolutely. whatever it is they do. Yeah. But also just everyday people in the street, I'm very much drawn to in, mm-hmm. in their own battles, in their own enthusiasm, in their own... Um, in their lives, how they get through their lives is very inspiring. And I mm-hmm. think more so now I'm drawn kind of back to that rather than the, sort of, the big names... Yeah. I'm trying to focus more on just what's around me. You know, well, like,
0: I guess it's a it's a journey, it's an adventure that you're on, yeah. and to keep it interesting for you, to keep the work passionate, then you've got to explore all these different avenues and be meeting all these different people from all walks of life. Yeah, and you're a storyteller essentially. And some your ways. work, you're yeah. So to tell lots of different stories keeps it interesting for you. Totally, yeah, I love it. And I wonder. In the time that you've been a professional photographer, are there moments, interactions, that have then informed your next piece of work? Is there anything that stands out that you've went, oh, that's, that went that way and now I'm thinking this. Or, you know, there's lessons learned almost. Like, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the pre the did you learn from that situation that you need to just take the photograph when you feel the feeling? Maybe not something you thought about consciously. I've never thought about yeah. it. Yeah.
1: But... Now that I'm thinking about it, I think that everything in life, you can take a lesson from, you can learn from, or you can choose not to. And I think I, tr- I do try to learn lessons from most things, but positives as well as the things that didn't go so well. Yeah. So in terms of, I suppose, in shooting uh, celebrities, if you can, it's a, right, I've, now a story's popped into my head, right? So oh, years, years ago, years ago, I used to work in a shop. This is before The Post. Right. A shop called Laura Ashley. Did you know? Uh, uh-huh. It was a good job. It wasn't. Well, it was all right. It was, I worked in the stockroom. Right. Uh, so I'd bring, get wallpaper but in, I'd sort it in. out. Right. I was one of the only males in there. Right. Um, I was about 16, 17, I don't know. But I remember one day I was out of the Wee Stockroom and I was in the shop, on the shop floor and someone said something to me and I turned round and it was Ricky Ross from Deacon Blue with his wife Lorraine. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I froze I couldn't speak I recognised them I liked their tunes Mm. I couldn't speak and I actually had to go and get someone else to speak to them you know because they were asking me and they were asking me about a couch I remember it was a brown couch so years and years and years later the whole photography thing's happened I'm starting Mm -hmm. to get jobs and I get phoned by Deacon Blue's management to do a shoot (laughs) (laughs) to photograph Deacon Blue and I thought right Here's the chance. Is my to I I want to redeem myself here, so I thought, how can I redeem myself? So, I had a couch, a brown couch in my flat, leather couch. Yes. Same, well, not the same as the Laura Ashley one. That was an expensive one, mine wasn't. <laughs> and so, that couch got well, it was a chair. It was a chair, mm-hmm. and it that got taken down from the top floor of the flat in Govan Hill all the way over to the West End to some studio and put in place. And so, met Deacon Blue. Ricky and Lorraine, they came in and I just got them to sit in the chair and then as I was taking the picture I started to tell the story why this is significant so that was that, so so I I suppose the kind of lesson that I learned is that people are people Um, and those famous people those ones that might make you a little bit nervous to speak to because you've seen them in the telly or or whatever they're just people who are into what they're into that's it, and that's what I love so there's no need to be nervous, you know, just like going way back to when that happened the first time eh. that I kind of got staged right, if that's mm. what, what you could call it. I remember thinking how stupid that was or how silly that was and kind of vowing to myself not to let that happen again. So I think a lot of what even went before was maybe subconsciously shaping that mm. decision. Mm. And then the post, when I see the postcards and the post and I learn about photography and and all of that coming together, all of these experience, experiences shape. So I think, yes, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, right. so the learn. insight that you're
0: yeah. like, oh, you can connect all the dots yeah. by the time you're just being you, doing your thing. Yeah. And, I mean, I love that idea of you, you know, you made the connection with the couch, and then you, next minute you're the chair's at the house and in the uh, studio. Uh, <laughs> do you, when it's you're photographing someone, you know, and it's not out in the street, do you have something in mind already before you meet them? Like, oh, I'm going to get this proper, um, I know I'm going to have them leaning against the wall, mm. how do you set that up in your mind?
1: I know that's that's a strange one as well because sometimes, some sometimes I don't, sometimes mm-hmm. I turn up and have a, a look around, I try to, if it's a set up shoot for a newspaper or a magazine, I try to have a, a bit of a recce, just to see what's there, see where the light's coming from mm-hmm. and, and get an idea of where we'd be good, but sometimes I can pre-visualise, I think about the shoot and something comes into my head. And the result is exactly what came, is came from my head, and so some of that's obviously me. I've got it in my head, so it has to we be that, and I make yeah. it happen. Yeah. But sometimes it's a strange thing. It's it's I see beforehand what is going to be. A
0: bit of a premonition.
1: <laughs> right, well, I will. <laughs> get skills. I don't <laughs> think. No. no. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but it's kind of visualisation, that's all it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> aye, keep visualising. It? And it's an
0: important thing of visualisation, yeah. you know, go into your own uh-huh. headspace, I guess, and just find what works for you.
1: And you know what you like. So I know what aye, I like, aye. and oh. I, I can see light, and I'm alright at that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of decent at seeing light, so I know where to put someone yeah. most of the time.
0: And at college, did you know what you liked? Uh, in
1: terms d- of I was learning, I was learning. Mm-hmm. so... D- um, I would go to the library in college and pick up books. Photographers like Albert Watson, Sc- a Scottish photographer, you'll have to do a wee podcast with him out in New York. Can't you? Get that yourself would be out there.
0: Absolutely smashing. I'm ready <laughs> <going> for that.
1: <laughs> um, so I, I was educating myself yeah. um, in the visual language mm-hmm. uh, by looking at books all the time, being consumed by it, and that that informed what I do now.
0: And. You'd said you you feel as if nowadays you've kind of came full circle and Mm -hmm. you're back in Govan Hill. I was telling you before we started recording that I'd watched a film entitled Govan Hill that you've been working on recently.
1: Yeah, I was working in the Herald and this was ten years ago Um, my first daughter was on her way she was about to be born and there's a lot of redundancies, newspapers are having real hard times just Mm -hmm. now and so I thought to myself, no this isn't isn't for me, I don't want that stress hanging over my head, you know, not having a job and having yeah. having children mm-hmm. so I decided to leave and I went into teaching so I was teaching a bit of photography but I needed to be shooting as well, there was that I needed to do both mm-hmm. so I wasn't sort of doing as many of these kind of newspaper jobs because I'd left, so I wasn't I had to think of something that was maybe a bit closer to home um, and that's what happened, so it's that whole thing about writers. They say you know you should write about what you know. So I was thinking, what do I know in in Hill Although I've not lived there all my life, mm-hmm. you know, I've kind of been there and been away and been back. It's what I, what I know, and it's and I do love it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy down there. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very diverse. So for a f- from a photographer's point of view, it's very very visual. And so I decided just to the time that I had, just to go back and photograph there and I really had started this project at college because I was living there, but then I went back and I suppose took it up about 15 years later. And that's been really, it's been amazing because it's it's been, some of my, my most successful work is actually coming from that. And I think it's because I care about it so yeah, much.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: That's fascinating. So, so yeah, the Governor Hill Project is, is ah, that's the one. And you've
0: been able to exhibit
1: that Yeah, Parts of it have, have been exhibited in, in different galleries in Glasgow. Um, one of the images won the Scottish Portrait Awards this year, which was tremendous. Uh, was tremendous. And this it's so thing. nice. It's so nice to for the work to be recognised. It's, it's a strange thing to see the newspaper work. I didn't really... I cared about it. I did care about it. But because it was gone, I'm on to the next weeks. It was yeah. kind of... I didn't dwell on it. Mm. But this, I really care about because it comes entirely from me, and so to, to have that recognised is is just something so special.
0: Yeah, there's not someone saying you need to photograph this yeah. person yeah. for us. You're choosing it's, who to photograph. Yeah, it's entirely and, from from myself. Know, instinctual yeah, instinctual and just yeah. reactive, I guess, yeah. when you're in the space and meeting people as they walk past you in the ship. Yeah, totally. Yeah. and how what's been the reaction in terms of you out and about with your camera? there?
1: it's, it's brilliant. It's it's. It's very rare, again, it's very again, rare. We
0: live in like a pure selfie culture now, everybody's got a phone in their pocket,
1: you know. I know, it's, it's a funny one because people will photograph in the streets with their phone, nobody will mm-hmm. say a word, but the minute you bring out a big, ca- a big camera with a big lens, people start getting nervous. It's like, I've had to kind of overcome that barrier, mm-hmm. and I think one of the best ways to overcome it is just by walking around with the camera. So people see me, and they've seen me for a number of years now, So they ca- and I talk to people. Yeah. So... People know, I think, what I'm up to now. They've seen the result. I, I, I've got a little newspaper called Govanhill that I drop in different cafes. So the idea is, if you want this paper, you have to come into Govanhill. Govanhill's had a bit of a bad name okay? in yeah. the past couple of years. Um, but Govanhill's an amazing place. So if you want this paper, this limited edition art newspaper, yeah, you, like you need to come in and get it. So you, And it's free, but you might come in buy a coffee. See the place, and, and it might oh, change your opinion. That. Might change your opinion. They're hard That's to find. Awesome. They're limited. There's only a hundred. they They're hard to find? I'll You've got be, to watch the, for I'll the clues. Be here. <laughs> I'll be seeking it.
0: Out. Yeah. I'll be buying all the copies. That's such a cool idea. It's
1: That's a way lovely. to kind of put it back into the community, rather yeah. than. There's a thing with photography. Is it's always you're always taking a photograph. So it's like this idea of taking, taking, not giving. Giving back. So it's it's trying to think of ways to That's in some ways give cause back. Because obviously
0: it's giving you a lot. That area. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's been such an inspiration to you.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. such
0: a lovely way of back. I'm sure people now that you're you know they know you obviously they they, they do appreciate it. People are born and bred there and blood yeah. there the whole days and you know the stories that they must be able to recount when you meet them. You must uh, just hear all sorts. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, <yeah. It's> <laughs> should be writing a book.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm not a great writer and I've tried, but every time I look back and what I've written, I cringe. <laughs> Whereas the photographs, I think they kind of tell my, tell my the, story, tell yeah. the story. For me, it, it's easier for me.
0: Mm, of course. So, And teaching, you, you touched on that. Is that something that you were keen to do? And then, or you know, what was it like for you? Was it different to, to what you expected? It
1: yeah, so when, when, I was, when I became a photographer, um, I would go back to colleges and give little talks mm. just about my experiences and, and the students kind of responded well to that. So I had a bit of experience and then when I left the Herald I thought, right, okay, this could be good. And a job came up, actually in the college that I studied at. Oh, wow. So I now work with the person who changed my life, Christine Stevenson. That's and mental. Uh, we work together now running the photography
0: she must be well, proud and just like. She <laughs> says she is. Uh, I bet she, she, says
1: she is. She is. <laughs> be like, so that. So she yeah. In the post. She would deserve a tie. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that's a nice idea? I should buy her a tie. Um, <laughs> uh, hi. But I love teaching. I do that's love, love it. Do you, yeah. do you? Yeah. I mean, I've got some great students. Um, students who, who see things in a different way. Uh, we really try to encourage that, and who are right into it. And mm. all I'm trying to do is, is is say to them, listen, this can change your life it, honestly it can open up your world give it your best shot
0: yeah I guess people just looking at you they're just like you know I could never get to that level I could never achieve that and, and for you you're like no you could it uh, a process Yeah, it's a journey
1: yeah at the same time you know I'm quite I don't really talk an awful lot about what I've done in, yeah. when I'm teaching mm. I think there are some lecturers or teachers who just talk about what they did in the past and actually it's not about that it's about the students mm-hmm. And so, very rarely, or if someone asks, I'll talk a little mm. bit. Like we are talking just yeah, now. Yeah, it's more
0: encouraging their work and you yeah. know, giving yeah. advice and you That's know, uh huh. Yeah, and, and them finding their feet because essentially they've got to go out in the world. Yeah. And make a name and you know their own work and yeah. make it speak That's for it. them. Yeah. But I think it's like you said. You touched on it earlier on. I think it's important for you as a creative to still be photographing and doing your thing and having your own projects because there's someone that you know who teaches as well it can be quite easy just to teach and, and and almost like ride on the waves of the stuff that you've done yeah, yeah. but not you know that's you can quite it. easily not challenge yourself to keep learning
1: that's it and i think the students do respond to that when they see my images maybe in an exhibition that they've gone to it's like oh, wait a minute this is possible this mm. is because i'm teaching this in many ways full-time so i'm grabbing moments whenever i can to go and do my photography yeah. so these students have signed up for a course. They've got time to take pictures, yes. so it's so possible for them. Mm. Absolutely. So.
0: Yeah. Would you say that you have a, a particular style?
1: Yeah, I think I've got an editorial style of photography, so um, I'm quite considerate about lines, horizontal and vertical lines in the photograph. So <laughs> a wall, the, the vertical lines would have to be straight. And the reason for that is, if it's been used in the front cover of a magazine, it's likely that text will go over it so the text has to kind of line up it would look <sighs> messy otherwise yeah. and for that reason I also leave quite a bit of headroom above the portrait mm-hmm. and that's in case there's a title of the magazine going across mm. so sometimes if you look at my photographs just with a kind of critical eye not thinking about where they're going mm. you might think well actually that composition's not it's a bit Stiff, or it's a bit straight, or there's too much headroom. But it's because I'm shooting for magazines, and yeah, 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 Essentially, I want a front cover of a magazine, and what? I give myself as as much chance, and I visualize it. Right. It's that whole visualization mm. thing again. So when I'm shooting, I'm I'm almost seeing through my viewfinder the front cover of that magazine, and that's that's, that's me cool, shooting right. for it.
0: And do you use a particular type of camera? Uh,
1: yeah, well, di- I shoot digital. Um, these days because mm. magazines don't have the budgets to pay for film processing but when I started it was all film and so my personal work is kind of gone full circle and I've always shot film but Personal projects now are all shot in film. Is that the same as the camera that he has
0: in Paris? It's, that yeah, it's similar. A clunky noise. It's a
1: big medium format camera. It's heavy.
0: Knows about no, it's, <laughs> you're right. It's,
1: it's clunky is, is the right word. Is that a Scottish word? <laughs> clunky? Is that another one? No. Could be. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's clunky. It makes a big noise. It's it's seen. There's, you cannot hide it. Yeah. Which, which I'm okay with because <clears throat> I want people to know. I, I'm proud about what I do. Uh, I'm a photographer. Yeah. So I'm here. This is the camera, and I don't want to be sneaky about no. what I'm doing, especially when I'm out in the streets.
0: Yeah, but I think photography people admire it and really cherish. It. I mean, you think of, and I, I know we're living in a day and age where a lot of people are not printing out their photographs. I mm. mean, you remember you used to go to like click. Yeah, yeah that's right. You know, and get your, yeah, your super hobby. snaps. You didn't know what you were going to get. And you'd have these stickers
1: think? on them saying that um, you've cut off the person's head, or there's a bit <laughs> of light coming was in. Over the, <laughs> <laughs> the finger on, Yeah, you got that one as well. <laughs>
0: But like, and there's something about that that we still we look back at that and, and treasure those yeah. memories. And I think photography people hold it in high esteem with high regard because you are a storyteller and you're capturing particular moments, particular people who you know like nothing lasts forever. Yeah, including people. And, and, <laughs> you
1: well, <that's, laughs> you've touched on something really important because at the time, and going back to the post, you know, people didn't really take it seriously as a serious job. What's he up to? What's mm. he? T- why? Why bother with photography? but people do really respond to photographs and I think especially as time passes. So when you look at a street scene uh, in Govan Hill now, um, or you look back to a photograph maybe 30 years ago, it's like, oh wow, you remember that? And it it triggers something in people, nostalgia, feelings of childhood, and it becomes so valuable when time passes. Just yesterday, um, a chap had asked me to scan some pictures of, of a young boy who'd, who'd died, he'd just joined the army I think, and he'd, he'd died and it was for his daughter, that was her pal growing up in school. I mean, I, I didn't do much to them, I just scanned them and a wee retouch, and here, of course, have them. and um, But he sent them to his daughter and she was in tears and a bit of joy as well, just to have this, she'd she never had a picture of her friend, so yeah, it's, photography's powerful. It really is. Yeah.
0: For you, obviously, you've taken photography to the, the next level where you can capture reality. You're not necessarily captured in just everything that's lovely yeah. about life. Well, that, that's <laughs> the, the thing. No,
1: but it's really nice you've touched on that because social media and how we present our lives nowadays is sometimes far from the truth and photography can be used in that way mm-hmm. so i suppose there's a danger in that way yeah. it's not so much photography uh, it's how it's used mm-hmm. but and this whole kind of skin retouching you know with selfies and making yourself no one can attain these kind of goals mm-hmm. and and so it has a real impact and and i see it my own students their mental health etc so it's dangerous that way so even that's what i love about shooting film because it is what it is yeah. and yeah I could take it into photoshop but why would I you know Ooh, that, so that's, that's
0: real life so that,
1: that's it there yeah. it's there and it's Aye. raw and sometimes that makes me nervous because when I have to show the person the photograph and it's it's not what they're used to seeing because yeah. it's what we're well, used to I've seeing been, is filtered mean, I've been filtered. seeing
0: some howlers like, <laughs> but obviously the photographer thought it was a good picture yeah. and I'm like I've got to
1: just deal with the fact, that's, re- that's my face. It's real. It is, it's <laughs> what, what
0: you were it's given. Like when I'm mid-dance, <laughs> <laughs> whether I like it or not.
1: <laughs> so, the, yeah, so in some ways, I wonder if that's one of the reasons I like shooting film as well, um, because it's just, it is what it is. And yeah. and I think, you know, see when we look back, it's, I don't know, Right, if you're photographing a street scene and there's a can, an empty can of, of juice line and nowadays the temptation is to re- take that out or you've not seen it so you retouch it you remove it but those are the things that you look back on you see the label and, and that little That's can so of juice true. and you think oh I remember right. that and look it looks different now and it gets you excited because it, it brings back these memories it's nostalgia that
0: is so true so unfiltered is, is the yeah, way forward you think, you know, it's just the norm yeah is going to be something that we get nostalgic about. Yeah, yeah? that's it. And at the time, we were like, well, it's just kind of just a sort bag of biscuits, yeah, like whatever it is.
1: Totally. It's these little things that actually mean mean the most, and that's what... I was, I was talking to an artist, an artist that you know recently, and it, and it was... <laughs> Mr. It was. It and was, it, was, it was a really interesting conversation because he was speaking about painting and how... I could, I could take a photograph and there might be something that's slightly wrong, mm-hmm. right? But in photography... Those little things that are slightly wrong are actually the beauty of photography, whereas in painting, you've got to get the hand, the fingers right, otherwise people question, why is that been done like that? It doesn't look right. Yeah, 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 But in photography, it's the little things that aren't quite right or the little things that are just slightly off-kilter that actually make it special. And so it's, a, it's different to painting in that mm. way. It was, it was a really fascinating yeah. conversation. I, I want to talk more about it, actually. I'll go down and chat to him. Yeah. We'll expand the conversation. It,
0: it, do you have a particular, when you're talking about that, just now, do you have a, an image in your head that you've taken that you've thought, you've maybe nearly discarded and then went, no, actually?
1: Yeah, I can't think of it any offhand, but it's, what I've started doing, I like simplicity in my shots. So going back to asking about my style, I've got mm. quite a simple style of photography, and I tend to strip things back, but recently, I've been more aware of actually including um, street signs, shop signs. There's a, one of the pictures I shot in Govan Hill. Uh, I've seen a shot. It was a picture of a little boy with a shotgun right, aiming yes. it at me. And in the back, there's a poster for Halal Chicken, £2.50. And I know like in two years' time, that'll be £4.50 or £5. And even that kind of price point, to look back in that. It's you so think, true. Remember when chicken? Remember when chicken was only two pounds fifty?
0: That's like when you uh, talk it's... about like Fredo bars. And then, like these used to be. What was it like, 10, 10, pence? ten pence? Another twenty five. It's mental. It blows your mind. Uh-huh. Or, like things are weird now. You're like, I remember mm-hmm. when
1: the Curly Whirly was massive. <laughs> Curly Whirly Mars bar. There's a lot. Aye. We're doing a lot of you're advertising so here, <laughs> Other
0: chocolate bars. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. Things like that. Yeah. You don't think they matter. Yeah. But they, they do and they will yep, continue they will. to and what they matter for will change.
1: Yeah, and that's it. So it's a long process, for talking. So you take the photograph in a fraction of a second, a hundred and twenty-fifth of a second, but actually through time, and it might take time, it might take 20 years, 30 years for that image to become important or to mm-hmm. become special. So the key is just to keep shooting. But I've definitely made more of a conscious effort to include elements that I would have stripped back before, as I've progressed because mm-hmm. these are the things that I'm realising draw me in older photographs in that particular shop with the poster I mean only in Govan Hill this it's it's a butcher's mm-hmm. but it also doubled up as a beautician's right <laughs> so it's a butcher stroke beautician's and that's, and that's that, that might never happen again no. you know so <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is bananas uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
0: so cool and that, like you say like, that's just the joy of these towns, these places yeah. that there's no two the same. Yeah, it's got character,
1: it's got soul. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why, why I'm doing it.
0: <laughs> there's some joke in there that I'm sure oh, somebody far from would come up with. I don't know, about that. <laughs> <laughs> And have there been, I mean, I know obviously the, the women in Paris, that photograph will stay with you a long time. Are there particular images that you have taken throughout your career that yeah. you have been important for whatever reason yeah. to you or to other people?
1: Yeah, so t- I spoke about meeting the kind of well-known people and they're important in some ways because people are drawn to, to that and mm-hmm. it's quite good for the photography but actually the the images that touch me most, difficult images, images that have, have caused a lot of tears, you know, t- um, I travel quite a bit. Mm-hmm. so. T- I work with charities and I go places like Bangladesh, Congo. I'm going to um, soon, um, Colombia. So I'm meeting people with real, real tough lives, yeah. horrific things. Um, last time I went to Congo, I met a little girl and just her life. She's twelve years old, and her life was just it's a disaster. And the most dreadful, dreadful things happened to this little girl and. That image, it's it's a difficult one because I've got children and my little girls are ten now, mm-hmm. and their lives are so different to yeah. to what I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those images are important images because they're levelers. Um, yeah. Make you understand that what we have here in this country and what we complain about and it's just it's just nothing. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, and a photograph can see so much. You know, you can yeah. read articles and hear things in the telly. Just, you know, an image of of someone in that situation yeah. can yeah. just break down barriers yeah. and make people stop and realise, yeah, what they should be thankful for.
1: That's it. And so those those jobs, and this is a this is always it's a bit of a conundrum or a difficult one, a kind of moral situation with photographers because. I'm going over to countries, and I'm, again, I'm taking images, I'm taking things, and I'm bringing them back in the hope that people will, will respond to these images and perhaps yes. be moved to, to donate something, or think a bit more about the situation, um, and maybe be moved to do something, because mm-hmm. we've got a wee bit more power to do something here. But at the same time, it's difficult because I'm photographing people's misery, and that's, that's not that easy to come for to terms with. You,
0: the motivation is... The former, you know what I mean, like it is to to tell a story to make people realise what's going on in the world outside yeah. their own bubble. Yeah. So as hard as that is and difficult, and I understand like what you're saying. I think if you're coming at it from not you know it's not a selfish point of view, it's to hopefully not. Yeah. Uh, hopefully to highlight not. what's going on around the yeah. world. Yeah. Because we think we know, and a lot of people just to the extent at which what's going on is just horrific.
1: It's uh, it's shocking. It's shocking.
0: Yeah. So. Are you always striving for something new, a new project, a new photograph, a new idea? Like, is that are you just constantly looking ahead, or are you one of these people who just like just bring on whatever it is? Um, I'm drawn
1: to certain. I think I'm drawn to certain things. People, okay. are, it's always people. I always want to meet people, mm-hmm. photograph people. So that's. So I'm always striving for s- to meet someone to photograph someone I'm interested in. I'd Love to photograph Keith, Keith Richards. <gasps> be brilliant. That you know. would be awesome. Um, My dad loves Keith yeah. Richards. Right. So <laughs> Keith would... I just really like to hang about with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that that would be brilliant. Um, actors. I mean, John Hurt was amazing. Wow. Did, did he was cool. I didn't really get a good photograph of him, which is a slight regret. No, it's not. I know sure it's is. not. I know it could have been better, but the problem well, it was it's not a problem. John Hurt came in to where we were photographing, and he came in half an hour early, I wasn't quite set up, and we just started talking. What a special t- moment, right. what a privilege, but I've got to document that, you know, and, uh, moment, John. <laughs> and it was just, and I got some shots, and they were all right, they were all right, but I wish I'd done something better with John Hurt, and uh, of course that moment's passed now, I, I can't revisit. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, I don't regret much in my life but sometimes right. there's images that <laughs> yeah, are in my I head have. that I haven't actually taken mm. that I, I perhaps could have pushed a wee bit more for fair
0: enough Fair enough So yeah so always just seeking out particular people or particular people. yeah places, yes, with, yeah places the other things places mm.
1: um, before before um, I got into photography I had hardly seen any of the world I hadn't hardly seen any of Scotland I'd I'd been to Spain once on mm-hmm. a bus uh, and <laughs> that was a long that's journey crazy. as a kid but it was amazing because we'd course. never been we'd never Bye. been abroad and then we went to Corfu one time as well that was the first time on a, a plane but after that I hadn't really been abroad up until I was in my 20s yeah so to see the world the camera and photography has opened that opportunity opportunity mm-hmm. to me and that's incredible I, yeah. I just love that and I love travelling I love meeting people of other cultures I love Seeing new places, it's, it's so anywhere in the world, yeah, I'll yeah, go. I'll yeah, go. if I'm I get going. the chance, I'm going.
0: Well, that's it, you just need to be open to these yeah. opportunities. Because actually, talking about Paris, like I've been invited to do a podcast right. in Paris with someone nice. who I think you should photograph. Right. School, actually I'll tell you about them. Okay, and uh, you know that way, and it's kind of niggling away, and I'm like, oh, should it. I just oh, do go it. Yeah. and do it? Of course, and it, you just never know, eh?
1: You never know, and it's you were talking about it earlier about kind of. Being positive and being open to things, and I think it's true. In terms of if we get a chance to do something, or like you asked me to do this podcast, mm. I generally say yes to most things. I do have some boundaries, not many, Great. you know. But
0: so I feel, I do feel privileged. Uh, <laughs> no, I
1: could. <laughs> you I would think, say absolutely yes. To <laughs> <laughs> but when opportunities come come your way, why not? You know, just Hi. see what happens.
0: Yeah, you just trust your gut. Like if it yeah. feels alright, like yeah. give it a bash. Yeah, yeah, and I mean. That the joy of the podcast has been just that, yep. you know, just meeting new people. You know, I mean, that's my favorite thing is brilliant. you know just talking to people, and hearing their stories, and just conversing and just people that are passionate about stuff that yeah. it, it gives you energy. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah. it really does. And um, and I've been dead lucky. Like ninety nine percent of the people that I've asked have said yes. And that's brilliant. You just never know. It's like just take. The it opens doors just Aye. walk through them. What do your girls make of it? The- Photography. Photography? They, yeah. yeah Are they, they budding photographers, you think?
1: They're into uh, Biba, my oldest daughter. She. <sighs> she a cool name. Ah, it's a cool name, isn't it? That is this a cool is, name. Yeah, so she's shown an interest in photography right, she okay. likes it Lola as well mother daughter's oh, Lola she, as well. ah, they Goodness. both they both like it and do right. you know they're really good I've been photographing them for what, for Dad's years sick. I know they're really good they do it they give me they give me the time Lola gives me less time okay. <laughs> she's kind of she's, kinda, so can she's quite them. strict Right, this is it last shot she's not like John Hart no like, last shot this is your last chance that's it um, no, Biba's kind of she's more patient with me <laughs> but, uh, but okay, they're into it you know they they, love love art they love to draw Mm. so anything visual they embrace great and now you've got a new family
0: member to photograph Ziggy
1: I've got Ziggy Stanley Murphy (laughs) this morning I I took uh, my dog (laughs) He's I've, I've never said that before my dog
0: You've got a dog,
1: aye eh? um, First of all, I've never walked a dog I'm 43 years of age and I've never walked a dog Until this morning First
0: time for everyone uh, And it was
1: nice <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> It was quite nice, it was a nice morning Well
0: I think it'll take the pressure off Biba and Lola now Maybe you'll just be photographing this pup <laughs> Well I photographed
1: all of them yesterday
0: Did you?
1: So the three of them were in a photograph I wanted just to show Ziggy the size he was So it was yes. Biba and Lola with Ziggy But with the, it was just their legs, um, so you could see the size of Zig Star Superstar. Cute. Very cute, but he's cool. And I didn't really understand, I didn't get it before. I do, I've never been an animal person ever. I hate when people's dogs come up, lick me in the street. I can't stand it. I'm, I've had this dog for three weeks. <laughs> Uh, and I'm starting to get it to, I'm starting to very, get yeah, it you're going to be a dog lover now that's it <laughs> <laughs> you'll be in the streets holding a all the dogs allowing <laughs> dogs to lick me I've got encouraging guess, uh, them to in. lick me come on you know i my hand does. you know
0: I just gravitate to other folks dogs in the street like a you of weirdo now that I don't have one
1: <laughs> it's good to meet us it helps meeting people doesn't it's it totally the, yeah
0: honestly to God because like, obviously we would walk our dog and like, I don't see him doing this estate now yeah. but at the time you know, but actually more people knew him than they knew me they'd be right. like oh you Arnie's mum and I'm like just, uh,
1: "Kids in the
0: street you came to the door once and were like I- is Arnie coming out <laughs> and I was like sorry is Arnie coming out to play and I'm like you do know <laughs> he's a dog <laughs> actually I wouldn't have trusted them because I'm like he's my boy you would have, yeah. you would lose him yeah. <laughs> and then to go looking for him but aye no it'll change your life <laughs> we've
1: also got an excuse now is it, if we're somewhere where we're not kind of kind of keen and being there for too long, we've got a great, oh, we need to get back for the dog, the we dog. need to get I home, <laughs> that dog. Uh, it's a nightmare, we need to get up, but he's been amazing, he, <laughs> he sleeps right through the night, he's he, oh, been amazing, brilliant, uh,
0: he can stay then, oh, he's staying, he's staying, he's <laughs> definitely staying. Right, we're moving on to the bobs, which mm-hmm. I did tell you about, but you, ha- you haven't, I'll just say this for the purposes of the podcast, you haven't been privy to any of the no. questions as yet, so you've not had time to prep in anything. It's not a quick fire round, by okay, the way. Okay. So I can think, really about, really it. think about it. Okay. I can edit out the long pauses. Um, okay. Don't you worry about that. So, actually, I wrote this question for you. This is number seventy three, and it's what's the one photo you wish you'd taken?
1: Mm, that I hadn't. That I haven't taken. Yeah. Oh, do you know there's probably a whole book. There's probably a whole <laughs> book. I could issue a book of blank pages. With, with <laughs> To visualise what uh, it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> Write a description. You could write it for me because right, I done. can't write. From so just write a caption. Um, and there are. Do you know, I can't. This is a rubbish answer because I, I can't specify one because there's okay. so many. Mm. There's so many that I've. Either I'm not a type of photographer that always has a camera on me, and so there's there's moments even probably yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday there was a, a, something written in a wall. I'm not going to say what, <laughs> and I should have had a camera for that because it's brilliant. I'm going to go down today to see okay. it's in Um It might be gone
0: because I saw one, and it was graffiti in a wall that you taking, it was. I'm sorry. Ah, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought
1: that was beautiful and I was like what's that about? I, I thought that was
0: beautiful that that's was so cool uh, yeah I tend to photograph things like that when I'm on holiday and random that I can yeah. find a like that but I was like oh what I know
1: what I you know well, well that's it you know so that's I mean usually graffiti if it is going to be a connected with love which is rarely these days <laughs> but if it is it's John loves Shelley or whatever John Hart <laughs> you know I don't know why I said Shelley I don't know anyone called Shelley but Good this thing. one, I just love it. It was huge and it just yeah. said, What does it say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I just thought, Wow, that's a proper, proper love note, isn't it? it
0: really, it is.
1: It's like shouting from, it's like Romeo and Juliet stuff. You know, it's shouting mm. up at someone from a tower Aye. and saying, it's really like a, sorry. It's like the equivalent of like a plane,
0: like sky or something. Aye, isn't
1: it? yeah. The governor equivalent.
0: More than that. <laughs> I know, and and it, f- don't
1: I don't know what this person what did, ones? but so I've I've got a whole book of um, coming soon yeah. or blank pages uh, with wait. all the photographs I never ever I never took.
0: But you might be able to achieve this one that you're looking today.
1: For. Maybe it's a nice day. <gasps> dot dot dot. <laughs> so, it's a, you, it's just not going to be a great image, but I just I've got a need to photograph right. this because it's there.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, red
1: sauce or brown sauce? Absolutely, tomato and, I, and I've got a problem with this so you okay. go into Gregg's and you get in the morning when I get a own bacon mm-hmm. they say red or brown and it's tomato and I'm sure there must be a manual in Gregg's that instruct whoever works in Gregg's to say you have to say red because not everybody says red do See, you, yeah, do you call, say red? I wouldn't would call it red sauce. What but do it's you call it? just
0: because of the question, tomato sauce. Aye. Aye. It's tomato it's sauce. only because of the question I've just... But I'm going, now you've said that... It's
1: tomato I'm going sauce. We to change it? Brown is brown. You're right. Aye. You're but tomato sauce right. is tomato sauce. And so they say red... And I, I, I get... It's always awkward because I feel that I've got so to kind of the I say it? <laughs> did it sound did it sound angry <laughs> a wee bit it's just no it's just that I get a wee bit awkward because I get asked red or brown I'm going to answer tomato, tomato. but I, sh- I feel I should be saying red because that's the option I've been given so I say tomato fine so
0: tomato
1: sauce great that's never, brown. Never. never brown <laughs> never no. brown I like these questions these are good questions
0: <laughs> what is your current obsession
1: oh Current obsession, right? Um, not drinking. Right. That's my current obsession. I I can be addicted to almost anything right. in life, and uh, I love challenges. Mm-hmm. And so, just now, for no real reason, no real reason, wee bit fitness, then I decided to just not have any beers, right. and I've been doing it since since August, and. Uh, I know that might not make sense to someone who's listening to this in August. It might seem like <laughs> I've done it for a day. <laughs> I've been doing it for I don't know four, four months, months or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying that just now. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy having beers as well when yeah. I'm having beers. But right now that's I'm I'm loving it. is I've done all the things that are hard like concerts and oh, yes. um, parties and things like that where you'd be expected to and mm. you'd be say, you'd be told come on. Take a Just drink. Take, a, take drink. a drink.
0: Well, if you go to Paris, you're
1: going to need to figure out another phrase then. Do you
0: so know what I have? F- beer,
1: apparently. I need to think, you think alcohol you free. alcohol What's the word for free oh. in French? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> sin, no. Sin, something.
0: Without. I don't know.
1: That's it, right. I need to alcohol <laughs> I know free beer. In
0: Spanish, <laughs> it's with as con. So. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Love um, what's the best sound ever?
1: Scrimadelica. Uh, Primal Scream just that whole record is the best sound ever ever
0: favourite view
1: favourite view uh, Arasig go camping up in uh, Get going up to Malik the west coast white beaches oh wow sort of view of sky Um, the islands it's 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 beautiful Mm. up there so I used to go there uh, with my mum Um, and now I take my kids brilliant best view best view in the world advice
0: for
1: your younger self Oh, sorry Ed, I don't know I, th- I reckon I'm, I'm kind of taking my advice now uh, at this age and I, I think I am I would listen to myself if I went back you know yeah. if it was me going back then uh, but I think just try not to be so fearful when I was younger but, but even then do you know what I think that's part of w- what I've become so, I'm kind of alright, I, I just say just just go with it, whatever, I've I no, it's fine, Yeah. I just say keep going, it's fine. Totally. Embrace it, enjoy it, mm. it's fine. That's a rubbish bit of advice, it's that, fine. No it
0: isn't, no because I think to regret st- stuff, I, I'm not judging anybody for regretting stuff, and I, you said earlier on, you're not somebody who regrets much, Um. yeah, it's, you shouldn't really sit on your regrets Aye. too long. It's part of it, isn't it? Yeah. Every experience is mean, so
1: like it. it's like oh, the journey and all that. Aye. As if it's like a country lesson song. Aye. But it, there is,
0: there's a pathway. And, you know, as long as you're learning. Yep, it's fine. That's my new I like it. motto. It's fine. That was another question. <laughs> How so bland. Just,
1: like two questions. <laughs> on one was <which> your motto. <laughs> it's fine. Was that a question <laughs> my motto? See, I'm, now I'm getting a premonition, premonition yes. of your so questions. You're all over this. Uh-huh.
0: And the question that
1: I ask everybody is, what is your favourite Scottish word or phrase? So, the only, the first one that comes into my mind is drich. Uh, there's better phrases out there. There's so many good good Scottish phrases. But drich just kind of sums up that Parisian day <laughs> for me that changed changed my world. And so, even though it's the dark clouds and the kind of, I mean, drich in Scotland is a special kind of weather. It's it's Dark, it's grey, the rain kind of soaks through you. It's yeah. that's another smurry. Smurry is a kind of certain rain, yeah, isn't it? Different. That soaks right. through you. Um, but special things happen days like that as well. If you're open to it, there's still light there, indeed, through those clouds. So, yeah, drich.
0: perfect. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Simon. I've thoroughly nice. enjoyed it. I really appreciate you being here. And, um, I wish you. Many
1: more drink days. Oh, thank you very much. No one's ever said that to me before. And uh, you too. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been a real pleasure. I've really enjoyed it. Thank. thank you so much.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Brawn and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.